0: you're listening to the simple pen podcast peterist for business advice that goes down smooth and easy here's your host kate all well hello there and welcome back to another episode of the simple pen podcast We are gonna be talking about whether or not Pinterest cares about bloggers. I'm here with Tabby, my social media manager, and we have heard all the things from every blogger about how they feel about Pinterest. It's pretty open and transparent. So we're gonna dive in, and just have a conversation about that. And we know that the change on Pinterest also coincides with the changes across all digital marketing. In the past two years, so many things have changed, and we feel like Pinterest seems to get the most questions. Whether or not they even care about bloggers, or they're trying to remain, you know, relevant to digital marketing, choosing that over bloggers. There's so many things we're going to dive into today. So, what we want you to do with this conversation is we kind of just talk about the questions that we've gotten, the comments that we've received. Is we want you to be thinking ultimately about how Pinterest factors into your particular marketing strategy. Why do you use it? And spoiler alert, that's going to be the last call to action. So we'll go deeper into it when we get there. But we really want to dive into just your thoughts and how we have processed that on our end as well. So before we dive in, we want to let you know that we have an Idea Pins workshop coming up on February 17th. So we know that a lot of you are having a hard time with creating idea pins, but even most difficult for you is coming up with the ideas. You're literally bone dry with the creativity. So we want to help you out. So in this workshop, we're breaking it into three parts, and it's all about how to leverage idea pins that work for your brand. So first, we're going to cover the basics and the current guidelines for idea pins. Then we're going to talk about the most efficient way to create them. And then number three, the icing on the cake is that we are going to crowdsource ideas for you. So submit your niche, what you talk about, right in the middle of the live call. And then Tabby and I are going to go through, as well as the participants, to give you ideas on what type of idea pins would be most engaging for your audience. So this workshop is just $27. You get the recording. Plus, you get a free idea pin template from our design team. February 17th, 9 a.m. Just go to simplepinmedia.com slash 270. Again, it's just $27. It'll be about an hour and a half. And we've done this before in the fall. And it was so great to get ideas from everybody and to work through this whole you know, new feature they have of idea pins and how to really make it work for your business. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 270. Zero. All right, Tabby. It's time for you to join this conversation as we talk about do bloggers or does Pinterest even care about bloggers? So first, tell us a little bit about what you do at Simple Pin so people can get to know you.
1: Hey. Okay. Super happy to be back on the podcast. Um, Yeah. So like Kate said, I'm the social media manager for Simple Pin. I Also, am the collective community manager, which is important for you to know just because I'm heavily involved in the education aspect of uh, what we do over in our Pinterest uh, membership, Pinterest education membership, I should say. Um, I also manage a couple of accounts here. So I'm heavily involved in the daily... Um, Pinterest account management,
0: mm. and you get a lot of DMs on Instagram with people asking this question: Does Pinterest even care about me? Do they care? And you're also part of the um, Pinterest Pioneers program that Pinterest has, which is in the Pinterest Creator Community. So we're really connected with the people there at Pinterest. So we get this kind of vantage point of we see where Pinterest is going. But we also see how we can help you figure out how to make it work for your brand. So Tabby, talk a little bit about some of the comments you've gotten through Instagram that relate to what bloggers are experiencing and how frustrated they are.
1: Yeah. um, So not just in our DMs, um, but also just, you know, I see it everywhere um, in our email and also in the PBC, the Pinterest uh, business community. Um, I see people, especially bloggers saying things like, okay, so there are the, the, this new, there's this new feature idea pins and, um, it doesn't work for me. I'm losing traffic. Um, I don't sell products, so I can't link to any product links or affiliate links. Um, so the new Pinterest doesn't work for me because I want traffic to my site and these idea pins don't link to websites. Um, and they say things like it's harder. What what am I supposed to do? Does Pinterest care about me? So, yeah. So I was like, oh, Kate, I think we need to have a conversation about this.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's what came up when we were meeting together was, you know, just this whole idea that. You know, Pinterest for a lot of people, especially bloggers, would say it's been easy. It has been an easier platform to market on. And Tabi, you couldn't speak to that, you know, on the front lines in how Pinterest has changed for the agency side and just even managing for our clients has become different. And so I think the thing that we both want to communicate to you is that we understand and, yeah, it has changed. Like, There's no doubt about it, but I don't think, and Tabby, you can speak to this too. Like, I don't think it's this specific, Pinterest doesn't care about bloggers. Like they're, they're doing something specifically towards a type of business. Would you agree with that? Right. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's not that they're switching gears and, you know, where in the past it was, um, bloggers paradise and then now they're just saying see you later now we're on to ecom um physical product sellers it's not that it's that um you know everybody we're having to change and pinterest is having to change um you know with the times we have a whole new generation coming in um other platforms are either Coming on the scene like TikTok, or the platforms that have already been on the scene are also changing. They're all changing. It's not just Pinterest, right?
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, think about Instagram, right? Like, I am actually kind of I'm annoyed because I open up and all I see is Reels, right? Like, I don't even see. I hardly even see a regular post anymore, right? Even the people I know on my because I have a personal account and I have a business account. And it's just... It's so different. Every single... It's like the last 2 years. I can't remember that that game. It's like Fruit Basket Upset or something like that, where like everything... I've never actually played it, but I've heard people talk about it. Um, but I think that if you look at the landscape, you see Instagram is changing. And like you said, TikTok is emerging and Facebook is changing and people are leaving it. And now it's called Meta. And... You have just this massive migration of where people are choosing to spend their time online. And I think Pinterest is like, well, we can either stay in one place or we can evolve. And if you look at all the other platforms, they're all evolving. This is not a Pinterest only thing. But I think Pinterest stayed the way that they were for longer than others, which, you know. I don't know if that's to their benefit or to their disadvantage, but I think that even with the switch to e-com, what they realized was that so many people do buy things from an idea on Pinterest, or they save a pin or something like that. So they have to move towards e-com. And if they don't, well, then I just think they're not serving their end user.
1: Mhm. Yes, and to the whole uh question about, you know, what about bloggers? Um Pinterest has implemented a lot of changes this last year. Um and yeah, it is more difficult, not just for bloggers, but for all um content creators, whether physical product sellers or um just bloggers, it it's more difficult and and it's more difficult not just on Pinterest, but just everywhere it's the internet has, um, turned into this massive machine that requires more. It just does. Um, but you know, with these changes, Pinterest wants the new Pinterest to work. It's not like they are like, Oh, here are all these changes. Good luck. You know, they want it to work because if it works for you, then it works for them. So I have seen being in the PBC, um, communicating with different people on Instagram, different um, bloggers, uh, you know, business owners, having conversations with them. We've seen those creators who go into this new Pinterest with a positive outlook and say, "Okay, how do I how do I do this? How do I do this new Pinterest?" and Pinterest will help them. Like I've seen people um, join the creator's uh, reward program. I guess we we can talk more about that later, but um, there's changes, yes, but um, there's ways that that Pinterest is like, yeah, we'll help you make this work because we want it to make it work.
0: Right, and I think to that point is, you know, it's this, um, how you said there's people who have, They take advantage of all the new changes and they run with it. And I think the thing that I've always had a beef with is I see people jump through like 1 million hoops on Instagram and spend hours and hours and hours creating reels or kind of playing to whatever the algorithm on Instagram is. And then the moment Pinterest is like, Hey, we need you to do idea pins. They're like, I'm out. Like, I'm not creating content anymore for Pinterest, which is interesting because when we've done time comparisons, you know, for your time tabby, there's way more time being spent on Instagram than there is on Pinterest still. And that in itself, you go, man, people are really pissed off. Sorry if you have kids listening, Um, where they just are really, really upset with this change on Pinterest and they don't see the same level on Instagram. And I have a podcast coming up too between like the differences of Pinterest and Instagram. And I think there's a lot of glaring differences that require more time, more connection, different purposes. So I don't believe it's apples to apples. I think it's apples to oranges. But I think this rejection of Pinterest, you changed. I'm out and I'm done because you're not serving me anymore. I think misses the greater purpose of why you have a business, which is to serve your end user. So we're also seeing. Like, how does the end user, the basic user on Pinterest, how are they embracing the changes? And I don't know you, about your perspective, Happy, but I just don't think we know that yet. I don't think we know how people. We haven't gotten a whole lot of reports on that. We haven't seen, you know, we've seen some user numbers drop in 2021, but also Pinterest is expanding globally, so we don't know how global markets are adapting to changes. So. I just don't think we know yet. Um, and so I see it as you, you either continue to have this person that you want to serve in the front and center of your mind and you keep adopting to new things like you do on Instagram or you can give up on it and you can choose not to use Pinterest. It's just why would you do that if you look at the numbers and you still see that Pinterest is the largest traffic driver for you? Albeit less, I'm not going to discount that because you know, using for some of our clients, yeah, it's dropped. We're not going to dispute that. Yep, agreed. Okay, so we have expressed and displayed to you what we're hearing, which is people are frustrated with Pinterest. We totally get it. Specifically, bloggers, right? So we wanted to address it number one because we want you to know that we hear it. And we're not putting our heads in the sand and going, we're just not doing that. We're looking and going, how can we continue to teach people how to use this marketing platform in the best way, in the most efficient way, amongst an environment and a landscape where digital marketing is harder and it is more exhausting and you have to make really intentional decisions. And so our goal is like, okay, how is Pinterest keeping up with the flow of change? And then how can we adapt to those changes? And one interesting point I wanted to note about, you know, as we're seeing this change is you know, a lot of consumers are using TikTok. I do not. I know that every single one of my friends tries to like send me messages with TikToks and whatever. I'm not getting the app. I'm not I'm not doing it. But what I think that's very fascinating about that rise is you see YouTube now have shorts and then you see reels on Instagram and now you see idea pins so it's definitely influenced this consumption of a certain type of media which is so fascinating, right? And then number two, I was talking with my hairdresser a while back. And I was asking her like, Hey, do you still use Pinterest? And she was like, Yeah, I actually use Pinterest and TikTok kind of both the same. I look for hacks. I look for ideas. I look for recipes. And I think the same concept of this, like, ah, I didn't even know that was possible. When Pinterest came out, that's what really gave rise to it was hacks. And oh my gosh, I didn't know that I could like organize my camping gear this way. Right. And you, we all saved it. And it was this great originator of ideas. And I think TikTok is the same way, the originator of ideas. And I see those two closer and closer together than I would see TikTok and Instagram. But that's just like my... You don't use TikTok though, do you? Or you don't do you look no, at it?
1: I, I don't. I have an account and I look and like I it's weird. I sometimes I get these notifications like you yeah, have three new followers. Like I, I literally do nothing on there. Like I don't <laughs> it's so weird. Um but yeah, I to your what you were saying about seeing uh similarities with TikTok and Pinterest more so than with Instagram. I I can see that for sure. Like I'm thinking about um this new generation coming into the economy. Um just where are they? You know, on the internet. How are they learning? You know, when I was a teen, I would go on Pinterest to learn how, to, you know, I'd look up a how to on um you know, how to organize my uh locker at high school, you know, stuff like that, or like what what little um shelving units and magnetic things can I have in my locker to organize it? Um, I would look, I would go on Pinterest for those things. And and then I would end up on, a, on somebody's website where they have a whole article about it. Um, but is that where Gen Z is? That's, they're not. They're, they're on these platforms with these quick videos, um, short consumption of how-to's like i i have heard people uh like the our high school group at my church talk about oh i learned how to do this little hack with this food recipe on tiktok you know so that's where they are and i don't know that that's going to change you know i don't I, we don't know we don't know what the future holds but but yeah you're right tiktok took you know the whole uh, what would you say the environment of the internet by storm. I mean, they totally changed it. And so as far as Pinterest goes, that's where you have to think as a content creator, as a blogger, how does that How does that look for you? How has it changed for you? How do you get your content in front of um, this new generation and this new way of marketing? I'm not saying that it has to completely change. And we have said this so many times and I want to say it again and I will say it again and Kate will say it again that it's not that we're saying get rid of everything you've been doing and only do idea pins. That is not what we're saying at all. Static pins still bring traffic. It's just that you have to diversify what you're doing on Pinterest.
0: Yes, yes. And I think to that point, um, and that would be kind of our our first step to walk away with is thinking about Gen Z, but being really strategic about whether or not, one, Gen Z is already part of your audience and two, you want it to be a part of your audience. Because there are still a lot of millennials and Gen X and even boomers who use Pinterest. So, you know, like my mom's not going to TikTok and I'm Gen X. So I'm not, I mean, I know a lot of people on TikTok are Gen X, but... I'm it's different if you want to think about finding new users in this generation it's really also interesting to look at how segmented they are like I have one email address I only want one my daughter has like seven right really? and it's very segmented for what she's like, oh, I have an email and I have an account for like my YouTube stuff and I have an email and I have an account for my school stuff. And it's they're very um, siloed in how they do stuff, which I think is also very interesting. So they see these platforms as this is why we use this and it's very purposeful. This is why I use Pinterest and it's very purposeful. Whereas we kind of lumped them a little bit all together in this social media bucket and they don't they're very segmented. So think c- clearly about is Gen Z kind of going to bring up and bring in more readers for you? And if so, how do they consume content? All those kinds of things. And if not, and you're like listening to this and going, "Kate, Gen Z are they are not my people." That is fantastic. Then you can continue to figure out how to use Pinterest to target the people, which I think to your point, Tabby, is yes, static pins still work because your target person maybe only likes those. And I think the algorithm on Pinterest will start to see that with the user. And those are the ones that they'll continue to connect with because they don't like the idea pins. My mom hates them and she's on Pinterest all the time. And she's like, I hate the video. I just want to get straight to it. And I also think their voices are heard. They will complain and they will say what they like and they don't like. So knowing your audience, knowing who you want to continue to pursue and what type of content they like is really, really important as you move forward.
1: And that, that gives me an idea. Uh, um, <laughs> if you know your audience is like resistant to this new Pinterest I mean, you could experiment and make an idea pin where it's like, look, this is how you do this. If you want more information, if you are like me and you don't like these idea pins, these videos, please go to my profile and there you will find a way to get to my website. (laughs) Um, And the reason why I say that kind of jokingly is because um, idea pins are the top top prioritized pin format on pinterest meaning pinterest is prioritizing putting idea pins in the feed in front of people over static pins so and this is another reason why we say to diversify even if your audience is like used to being able to click on a pin and go to a website they're still going to be seeing more idea pins so it's still important for you to i i mean we're not asking for a lot i would say Making one a week is good and um, that way you're getting your the top prior, top prioritized pin formats out on Pinterest in front of your people and telling them to click the link in your in your profile because that's where they get to go to your website mm. um, and yes. usually these people who are like "Oh I don't like this like and they want to find a website to learn from they're going to do that.
0: Yes, exactly. They are going to hunt and search, and I think that's like an interesting characteristic about the Pinterest user is they're very intent on what they want, and they will continue to look for it. And so, if you haven't diversified your options to get multiple ways out there, then they may not come in contact with it. And I think it's important to remember too, like it isn't that hard. You know, like I jokingly, I well, I created an idea pin two weeks ago sitting on the couch when i was just kind of messing around with it just to to do a few things off of our that podcast that had just come out and i think the biggest thing was i challenged myself to do something a little bit different and again back to the instagram versus pinterest i see people being willing to challenge themselves to do a reel over doing like an idea pin and i think that an idea pin has the power to lead people to your profile to lead people to your website which are real people just don't leave instagram a lot i don't right like it takes a lot for me to leave whereas it doesn't take a lot for people to leave pinterest so i think that is really important um i think one of the the next tips to cover is this whole idea of like diversifying your income stream And I have to give Pinterest some credit for really trying to level that up in 2021. Because I know for a lot of bloggers, the main way they make income is through ads and affiliates. And for Pinterest, they added the the creator rewards program. You can link to an affiliate link um, off of an idea pin. So it's just thinking about how you can make money in different ways off of Pinterest and just going down those roads. Like... Just testing them out to see, hey, how can I get paid in new ways? Yeah, know.
1: yeah, totally. And I actually think that's something we need to think more about, um, take more seriously as uh, you know, content creators, business owners in the online world, um, because we're seeing these platforms where we put you know our business heart and soul into um, Instagram, TikTok. YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, like, and and all of these platforms want us, want the users to stay on their platform. So they're all going to have these strategies and build their algorithms in certain ways that's going to keep the users on the platforms longer. So this is another reason why we need to think seriously about looking at how we bring in income differently than we've done in the past and if if we're headed toward a more everybody stays on the platforms um more then how do we make money from those platforms so yeah things like the creator program is what i'm thinking of
0: right and that if you want to find that and see if you have it i don't on my account But um, I do know that if you go to your profile, it says creator hub and you click on that. And at the top, it should say tools right above that. It says hub and earn. So click on that and see if you have any opportunities to earn through it. I think it's going to get better over this next year in 2022. But I also want to say that um, I think there is a real, I don't know even how to put it, but like there's a real sense overall of like marketing fatigue. Like there we saw this big rise in 2020 of like everybody's at home, everybody's online. We saw this explosion of Pinterest, this explosion of traffic. And 2 years later now, still in the pandemic, we are we're just exhausted. And I think you as a business owner, it's okay to step back and go and I'll share this story as an example. Where do you want to be and why? And choosing the bandwidth for what you can handle and not ex- overextending yourself. And one of the common things I see, especially in the blogger community, is people are a part of Facebook groups and somebody shares a strategy that's working here and somebody shares a strategy that's working here. And you just get completely exhausted trying to chase everything. Because you hear somebody else's success and you want to try to replicate it and you can't, right? They have different keywords. They have different images. They have different targets. They have lots of different stuff. And so I think in this um, way, it's okay for you to step back and go, I'm exhausted by Pinterest. And so I'm just not going to do it for a while. So if you do choose to do that, then you need to choose to acknowledge what you're giving up, right? Or for us... I have everybody and their mother telling me use LinkedIn. I hate LinkedIn. I literally hate it. And I know I know they're right. Like I'm not going to dispute them. I think it's great for agencies. I think it's great for clients. I think it's great. I'm not disputing that fact at all. But myself and the team we have tried it and we just do not have the bandwidth to do it right now. So for us, we have said it simple pin our strategy is going to be Pinterest, and then it's going to be Instagram, and now it's going to be integrating YouTube. You will see that there is not LinkedIn in that because I just don't have the bandwidth to take care of it. And even though somebody could come with me with this amazing case study, I could hear their stories about how all they got these clients at blah, 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 blah. We can't do it. But what's great about that is we know exactly why we're using each and every one. We know why we're using Pinterest we know why we're using Instagram, and now we know why we're using YouTube and they serve three different purposes. And so I think for, I'm getting kind of into that final call to action, which is take an hour, like just really think about why Pinterest is important to your business and how it's important to your brand awareness, your income stream, your business growth. Look at the last year, look at 2021. And break down the numbers. 2020 was an odd year. So it's hard to compare 2020 with 2021, just because it was so different. But I think in reality, you, know, you should do this with all platforms. It's take an hour and know why you want to use it. But I think for what I would pass on to your business is before you say Pinterest doesn't care about bloggers, or Pinterest doesn't care about content creators, step back and decide why you're using it and then embrace the new tools for how you're going to use it. And I will tell you that that's going to give you more stability in the next year as things change than it is anything else. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to be flailing in the wind of like, my traffic sucks. Somebody says they're awesome over here. I'm going to do some kind of crazy hack, whatever, like deleting idea pins. Don't even get me started. (laughs) But that is so not productive. Like, Stay the course, get tunnel vision. If you want to use TikTok, great. We're not disparaging that at all. I think there's great cross promotion between TikTok and Pinterest, especially if you're doing like educational content, but know your why. Why are you doing it? And then whether or not Pinterest cares about your business or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think ultimately TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, Google, they are a business that cares about making money. They know their why. (laughs) so maybe we should do anyway that was my soapbox i'll step down any thoughts on that tabby
1: um not only uh do you want to think about all the things that we said you know thinking about the next generation coming up what does that look like um how to diversify your income what does that look like for your future and your business also just um using pinterest and you know whatever other platforms that you have deemed as worthy for your business in the moment that you are in right now. Also using it for brand awareness, authority building, um, along with um, driving traffic. That was the only thing I wanted to add.
0: And I think it's important to note too, like Pinterest isn't going back to the way it was before. And frankly, neither is every other platform. I know I am annoyed by all the reels on Instagram. But I I also know they're not going back. So everybody's going to make changes. Everybody's going to adjust based on where they see the industry going. And frankly, during this time, TikTok is winning, right? And it's driving a lot of user habits. And then other platforms are taking note of that. And they're figuring out a way to really latch on to those user habits too. And I just think it's just changed so much in the last two years that if you've been a blogger in the industry for a long time, if you've been doing this for eight or 10 years, it does feel like, man, when did this get so hard? And it did, you know, like it totally did. So um, we'd love to know your thoughts. So we know that Tabby and I've kind of just had a conversation here about this, about what we're hearing, about what we're seeing. And just to reiterate the commitment that Simple Pen Media has to you is that We want to continue to bring you the best education for how you're going to use Pinterest in the coming years and really leverage it to help your business grow. And we want to do that in a way that is not hacky, that is not um, something that's going to waste your time, or that's going to be irrelevant. And that's why you don't hear us teach a lot of the hack stuff. Because we've been doing this for so many years. We're in year 8. And I've seen the hacks come and go. And I've seen them backfire. And I've seen them not work. And I don't want that for your business. We want your business to thrive. We want your business to grow in whatever landscape is out there. So we would love to hear from you on Instagram, where most people tell us their thoughts. You're happy to DM us at Media, And Tabby or myself will answer that and just follow along over there too because we are sharing lots of quick tips over there and if you want to see what we're doing on Pinterest some of the greatest ways that you can learn from people is just watching by example you can follow us over on pinterest pinterest.com/simplepinmedia all one word and see how we're utilizing idea pins for a B2B business. And if you need more suggestions of B2C businesses, DM us and we can give you some accounts to follow. So thanks, Tabby, for joining me in this really intense conversation that we've been wanting to talk about for a while. It was great.
1: Of course, I'm happy. And as the social media uh, manager here at SimplePen, I'm going to, um, what is the word? like? I'm going to shoot in a little, uh, oh, yeah, plug. Thank you. Um, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we just hit ten thousand. I'm pretty excited about that. So,
0: yes. I mean,
1: who? I mean, why is that important? I don't know, but you know, we hit what five figures. So that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was important before they changed the link, and <laughs> to that point. We find that Instagram is a great way for us to connect one-on-one with people that we can't do on Pinterest or we can't do on YouTube. So that's why we really like to use Instagram for our brand because we get to showcase quick tips and then we get to connect with people. And that's really our biggest purpose is just connection. Um, And so yeah, follow us and connect with us over there. We like to chat. We're not short on words, clearly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so go to simplepinmedia.com slash 270 if you would like the link to the workshop, which you definitely do. It's a great short workshop. You get to learn how we teach. And most importantly, we get to crowdsource for you ideas on how to create idea pins for your brand, the best ones. And we're so excited to have you there. Alrighty, everybody. Thanks so much for listening.